This one is going to the dog's crew. Let's wrench it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks and appreciation goes out to our partners, the American Semental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. In our top news story, the fourth quarter of 2020, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, or NCBA, proposed a voluntary plan called the 75% plan to increase the volume of cash cattle purchases by the nation's beef packers in each of the five beef cattle procurement regions. The plan was to take effect January 1, 2021. This voluntary plan was initiated to avoid congressional action to mandate that packers make minimum purchases in the negotiated cash market. In particular, the bipartisan legislation filed by Senators Chuck Grassley and John Tester in 2020 to require packers to purchase at least 50% of their cattle procurement needs in the competitive cash market. Now, according to RCAF USA, the 2021 first quarter cash volumes of negotiated cattle purchases reported by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA, revealed the plan did not work to increase the volume of negotiated trade. Instead, RCAF USA claims the volume of the combined negotiated cash and negotiated grid purchases in the first quarter of 2021 were 2.2% lower than the 2020 average purchases for combined negotiated cash and negotiated grid purchases. Now, in other news, growing plastic could be a next one for American agriculture. A Massachusetts biotech firm is tinkering with growing plastics on the farm. Yield 10 Bioscience says it was able to genetically engineer camelina, that's the seeds, to produce PHA bioplastics. PHAs are found in nature and are entirely biodegradable. The company says Farm-grown PHAs could even be used as a zero-waste water treatment for nitrate pollution and as livestock feed. According to Plastic Oceans International, API, less than 9% of all plastic produced each year is recycled. API estimates that more plastic has been manufactured in the past decade than in the entirety of the previous century. If the technology proves to be economical from a field production standpoint, Yield 10 Bioscience says it could be big for the ag industry. Okay, that one's interesting. Now, in our final story, I have fielded many phone calls over the past year, over the past year especially, asking questions about opening processing plants. How do we do it? What is involved? Now, that discussion, it gets Pretty darn deep real quick when you think about all the different factors that go into this. Now, let's talk about the processing. How about a free webinar on processing? Crew, check this out. In this five-part video series, Mr. Glenn Myers, manager of the Penn State Meat Laboratory, and Dr. Jonathan Campbell, an extension meat specialist, 
instruct participants on beef carcass yield and quality as well as all factors contributing to official USDA grades of beef, which can be kind of confusing at times. This series also includes breaking the beef carcasses into the primary cuts of beef, including their official beef cut names, and how to further fabricate these beef primal cuts into retail-ready beef for consumers to enjoy. Bam, how about that? For more information, head to extension.psu.edu backslash beef-cutting-demonstrations. I know that's a, that's a mouthful there. Extension.psu.edu backslash beef-cutting-demonstrations. If you didn't get that crew, just email me, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, and I will get the link to you, or fire me a message. I will call you back at 707-RANCH-20. Our Way Him Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Keep following us on Facebook and on Instagram, all over social media, about our new swag line. It is the Ranch It Up gear. Heading to Florida, wrapping up. Last week, a summary in Florida, they called slaughter cows and bulls mostly steady to $2 higher. They said feeder classes mostly firm to $3 higher. Last week, a recap in Florida. Here we go. On the steers, lightweights, flyweights, two to two and a half weight steers in Florida last week, $1.85 up to two bucks. Two and a half to three weight steers at a dollar eighty to two fifteen. Three to three and a half weights at a dollar eighty four to two twelve. Three fifty up to four weight steers at a dollar seventy eight to two oh five. Four to four and a half weights a dollar seventy to a dollar eighty five again in Florida. Four and a half to five weights at a dollar fifty two to a dollar eighty five. Five to five and a half weights at a dollar forty five to a dollar sixty eight. Five and a half up to five eighty weights. At a dollar forty-two and a half to a dollar sixty, on to the heifer mates in Florida last week. The flyweights two to two and a half weight heifers in Florida a dollar fifty-five to two fifty, two and a half to three weight heifers at a dollar forty-two and a half to a dollar seventy, three to three and a half weights at a dollar forty to a dollar seventy, three and a half to four weight heifers at a dollar fifty to a dollar sixty-eight. Four to four and a half weights at a dollar thirty-two to a dollar sixty-four. They killed them. Four and a half to five weights at a dollar twenty-six to a dollar fifty. Five to five and a half weights at a dollar twenty to a dollar forty. Then five and a half to six weight heifers at a dollar nine to a dollar thirty-two and a half. They killed the way up cows forty-two to seventy-eight, and the range on the way up bulls seventy-six up to a dollar one. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land. Tigger Tour 21. The Tigger Tour is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear Crew. Just head online to MedoraBoot.com. Check them out at MedoraBoot.com. Like and follow them on Facebook as well. For high school rodeo athletes qualifying for and competing at the National High School Finals Rodeo, it's a dream come true. For the first time ever, Lincoln, Nebraska will play host to the National High School Finals Rodeo July 18th through the 24th. Over 1,700 high school student-athletes will be in Lincoln. Again, the dates, July 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and 24 to compete at the world's largest rodeo. Last year was going to be the first year for Lincoln to host the national finals, but that dang COVID thing shut them down. So glad that they are back up and running July 18th through the 24th in Lincoln, Nebraska. Up next, this one goes to the dogs. 
You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Get seen, get noticed. Be part of the Ranch It Up crew with the all-new Ranch It Up gear from Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Limited edition jackets, pullovers, caps, just to name a few. Head over to our Facebook page to see the latest or mosey on over to the website, RanchItUpShow.com. As Tigger says, be part of the crew. Show your Ranch It Up pride and get your gear today. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Y'all ask for swag, we're bringing swag. Mark your calendars now to tune in to Tennessee August 10th through 12th, 2021 for the largest trade show for the cattle industry. If you're in the cattle business, the NCBA trade show has all the products and services you need to increase the profitability of your operation. Admission to the show includes education sessions, live cattle handling demonstrations, and a whole lot of fun. This is the show for anyone in the cattle business. Visit convention.ncba.org for all the details. Dial in now. We hope to see you there. Today's cattle battle is brought to us by the American Semental Association and the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. The Profit Calculator, it's free, it's fast. Add the potential value to your calves. Did I mention it's free and fast? With the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. Boom. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. I asked Beck to come in. On the cattle battles portion of today's show. How you doing, by the way, dear? I am doing great, and hello to everybody. So the reason that I brought you in a couple weeks ago, and I don't know if it was your show or mine, but we were talking about border collies. It was my show, right? I believe so, yes. And I had thrown the question out to people joking because you and I were bantering back and forth because you don't like it when I use Oh, I know where you're going. Commands. Yeah, okay. well, I don't think they're meant for me. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I'm not alone in this because um, John from Virginia sent me a message and he said he was catching up on the show and he said that he used to Interesting, I said used to use stock dog commands on the kids. And he said oh even my. today he finds himself with his hired man saying, you know, come by, away to me, that'll do, using the Did he say how dog. it works on his hired man? Uh, he didn't He didn't go into details on that. But, okay, so you and I, a little over an, a year now, we moved back here. Up north. Up north, where we grew up, and had to find, uh, you know, everything was starting over again. And so we had to get to the veterinarian because our border collie was a little kind of buggered up. Yes, she was a little bound up, just not moving like she usually does. And mm-hmm. I guess my suggestion was, why don't we uh, find a local veterinarian that does chiropractic work? Yes, and I, I do believe in that. And the, the the timing was kind of perfect. So when we went into Missouri Valley Vet Clinic and we were visiting with Dr. Margot Kuntz, what I did was I turned on the mic and had Margot walk us through what she was doing and what she was finding with the Border Kelly. We check them from head to toe because the dog can't tell us what's going on. And so we check every vertebrae and we motion it. And it is pretty subtle when we're adjusting them because you motion it. And then if you find a spot, then you adjust it. 
you just you can't see it you you feel it and like when we just adjusted her that was at the c5 vertebrae and we got a lot of heat into the so what does that mean a lot of heat um so that vertebrae was stuck and when we adjusted it then the blood flow starts because it was actually pinching off probably some blood flow to the area and so that released the blood vessels and then then this dog can heal on its own so they don't go pop like you and i do no we don't or horses do either i mean because i've had my horses in and i mean when they've been popped holy smokes it sounds like a you know 30-06 is going off sometimes right yeah, dogs don't have that gas in their vertebrae like humans do, and so we just don't have the popping like humans, but usually we just go by their response to our adjusting. So one thing that I'm, I'm watching her, and it seems like I'm going to compare it to horses because I know more about kind of the horse, the equine chiropractic side, it's almost like she knows you're fixing to relieve some pressure because it's you know i can see her kind of laying into you a little bit and leaning where she's just oh come on doc pop it pop it yeah like you said she's had this done before and so she's probably anticipating right now i just adjusted her pelvis and that one hurts would you say she was really out that this was legit yes her neck was um i know i've done a good job when i get that heat flush into the area and I suspect this dog will do pretty good after this adjustment. So with where she's and, and it's hard to describe, I guess, verbally of, you know, what what her symptoms were while we're just talking. I was I was telling Doc when we first came in that she seemed like she was off on a lip on her front right. The other thing that uh, I pay a lot of attention to the soundness of these dogs. And she was always very structurally sound. She always I'm going to use cattle terms now, but she was always very square on all fours. And she always had her head up. And I noticed the changes where then when she was just hanging around, her head had always drooped. And she just gave me that look like she was experiencing a little bit of pain. So now, Doc, the question is, from doing that, should we come back again in a week with her? And by no means is this a recommendation on every canine that's out there. This is just on my four-legged one we have in here today. Um, yes, she should have one follow-up visit for sure just to make sure she holds into, that, into her normal position. Um, she does not need any acupuncture. A lot of these older dogs, I would acu we do acupuncture to just get their muscles to relax. If the muscles are relaxed, then it's allowing the blood flow and the nerves to function normally, and then they heal on their own. And you don't use, uh, I'm, I'm not going to use the right terms, but a, like a mallet and a cone. I, I've seen that done on cattle, on pigs. It's amazing. I've seen that done, but you're manipulating just fingers. Yeah, where I learned to do chiropractic, we just do manual adjusting. We don't use any activators or... Activator, that's where I'm... Yeah, we don't... I wasn't taught to use activators, just your hands. And using the right angles, and then the uh, vertebrae usually adjust correctly. Thank you, Dr. Margot Kuntz, for taking the time and walking us through what you were doing and helping our, our canines out, I believe, strongly in chiropractic mm -hmm. care and really was able to see after, especially a couple of days after the adjustment, what a difference it did make in our Border Collie's life. And I've seen the, the chiropractic care done in horses. I believe in it. I've seen it mm -hmm. in, in bucking bulls. is amazing. Show pig, show cattle, I've seen it. I'm just a very, very, very big believer in chiropractic care now where when i used to live in oklahoma one of the practitioners she used the actuator she was in fargo oklahoma uh, exactly where she was at 
and she used the actuator on that dog. And what was funny is after after that dog had her treatment, she literally just collapsed. I mean, passed out. She oh, wow. Felt so, 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 so good. But for me, what it comes down to is paying attention to these dogs, horses, right? I call it yes. situational yes. awareness. And uh, just noticing those little subtle changes, that makes all the difference in the world where uh, something that can be fixed early on so it doesn't turn into a big problem. I couldn't agree more. Finally, got you on tape. You're not getting that. <laughs> Our market report is coming up right after this. Sold. 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 Want more dollars per head? Well, check this out. Sim Angus, I'll say it again, Sim Angus sired steer calves sold through Superior Livestock Auction last year earned more at sale time than all other calves for breeds with lots of 50 head or more. Kansas State University ran the data analysis of 394,900 heads sold last year through Superior Livestock. So, do you want low-risk, high-potential calves with earning potential? Well, that is Simmental. More per head. Period. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFD-TV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Shaley Stewart, Cattle Market News and DTN. And Shaley, who was so full of optimism last week and was dancing and uh, lighting off fireworks and pulling those little things back that goes, boo, and it shoots the little ribbons all over the place. <laughs> and uh, I, I asked Shaley off air, everybody got to tell you, I asked her, I said, Shaley, how, how would you like me to intro this segment for you? I'm, I can't repeat what she said. So, <laughs> you, know, it, it, uh, you know what they say, what goes up must come down, and here we go. Yes, Tigger, that's a great way to say it. And honestly, I think that we just have to, you know, shoot the bullseye right where it was and call it a spade a spade and just let folks know what the market was. And you know what, the the positivity and the things that could develop, what we talked about last week in the marketplace and the excitement, they're still there. But the big moving factor in the in some of the hindrances in which we observed and saw last week, guess what? They're very real and they're very, um, very much so apparent and made themselves aware in the marketplace as well. And given how, you know, the market trades and how it how it differs from week to week, we see developments and changes throughout the week. And so last week, you know, actually, we started out the week very optimistic. We expected feeder cattle to continue to trade well because there was such buying aggression from feedlots and from order buyers in the sale barns. And then on Tuesday, that corn market soared, and I do mean soared. And on Wednesday, it did the same, which consequently sent feeders absolutely crumbling lower and took a little bit of the 
a rally out of the fat cattle market. Now, the fat cattle market still traded steady to a dollar higher, but it felt like steady to a dollar lower just because we didn't have an advancement, an advancement of two to four dollars. We had an advancement of one dollar. So that was more of an emotional reaction and how we took away from that market's developments. But the feeder cattle market was very factual. You know what, early in the week, like I said, you could have called the markets anywhere, you know, from 3 to $5 higher, but then shoot later in the week, there were some markets that were, you know, 6 to 8 or 5 to $10 lower. And so really the markets were hard to call in the feeder cattle spectrum last week. And so largely what that comes down to is folks are, are basically, not folks, but feedlots, Sigur, are being pressured with the fact that they're in Puts are pretty expensive right now. I mean, they've got corn prices that are astronomical. You know, folks are getting creative and they're saying, okay, how can we differentiate our feed product or our feed, you know, that we're feeding these calves in the feedlots? That way we can cheapen up our ration a little bit. So, you know, some of them are using wheat and, you know, they're, 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 they're very creative. They can, they can make their rations how they need to, but at the end of the day, there's only so much they can do. So they need to buy these feeder cattle at a lower price. That way they can, they can obviously offer offset the cost of the cost of day gains daily and still stomach the fat cattle that are only selling for $1.20. Now, that's not to say that this is going to continue throughout the entire spring and the entire summer because there's still lots of optimism about what feeders are going to bring this upcoming summer and actually this upcoming fall. But what we are faced with today and what we are faced with right now is drought. And we are also faced with high corn prices, high inputs. So that was kind of the dampening factor in last week's market. And, and largely, like I said, that's not to take away from the, the positivity and the stellar developments that we've seen. Still, last week, choice cuts average 273.42, up $7.34 from the previous week. Select cuts average 267.51, up $10.66 from the previous week. So we're still seeing phenomenal demand from the consumer side. Carcass weights are still lessening. Last week for the week ending uh, April 3rd, 2021, steer carcasses only averaged 894 pounds. That was down five pounds from the previous report. So we're rolling into a time when these developments are good. We just have to balance everything. So we have to balance what we're getting in today that's somewhat positive with what we're getting in today that's somewhat negative and see where the market aligns. So the market's very volatile and it's very dynamic right now. And so as cattlemen, that just means that we have to sharpen our pencils, turn up our light a little bit, put on the glasses a little closer to our nose and just really study these markets because it's very crucial and very important. Now, Shaley, let me offer my two cents. Oh, here we go. He's going to offer $7. That's what he's going to do. I have noticed, uh, I'm going to say, past maybe three, four years, is that the movements that we've had on a daily basis or maybe a weekly basis, they have been sharper and they have been more sporadic. Now, granted, given that there has been all sorts of external factors in the last 24, 36, 48 months that obviously have caused that. So the reason I'm bringing this up is words of caution, where although, like you said at the beginning, Shaley, although that, yeah, boy, we kind of got in the cattle deal, we got beat up, but there is still that optimism. So I, I tell that so that people are are cautiously aware of what is going on and, and that emotionally we don't get too frustrated this way. And in the same breath, don't get too excited this way. It, it happens both sides. Yes. Because yes, yes, yes. we've seen uh, we've seen this this market move 
so much. In, in in fact, when I I was talking with somebody over the weekend about it, I was thinking my dad where. When I look back at the, all the years that I have looked at the charts, and you know I love to do that, and I love to do my own market analysis on that stuff, this is the most sporadic that I have seen the market move in a long time. So that tells me, at least in my opinion, and for my $8 now is what we're up to, that uh, <laughs> we need to really look at the market for what it is and don't make very quick emotional decisions because it's so easy we could be caught on the wrong side of that bam just like that at opening bail exactly i'm so glad that you threw in that that you know let's bump you up to 10 bucks that's pretty substantial information <laughs> right there so let's give you the full 10 dollars. i'm glad that i'm <laughs> i'm glad that you said that because you're right you know what we can't be too emotional and just because on thursday if the market's lower we can't be doggish because mm -hmm. on friday the market could be bullish yeah. so it's very important that we are active participants in this marketplace because like you said the changes are swift they're fast and they are uh, always moving so very much so, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that. So thank you. Follow Shaylee along. Facebook is where you can go. Cattle Market News is where you can follow her on Facebook. And as always, you can get a hold of me, and I will get a hold of you, Shaylee, and pass that information along. Thank you so much. Look forward to visiting with you next week. Hey, thank you, my friend. And until then, take care. Chat later. Bye-bye. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now for my famous last words, brought to us by Ranch House Coffee. I got to say a big happy birthday to my dad. I think we need to bring him back on the show. It's been a while since he's been on the show. One of the greatest stockmen and cattlemen I have ever known. Happy birthday, Marcus. And now, let's wrap this one, shall we, crew? A big thank you to Dr. Margot Kuntz for taking care of the Border Collie. Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and Beck, the future Mrs. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Semental Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And now, crew, I am so glad that y'all came with me one more time, one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook. Share the show, if you will. At Ranch It Up Show is our handle. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call me 24-7. Leave me a message, 707-RANCH-20, which, by the way, when you call in, it's going to ring about four or five times. You're going to hear a computerized voice, then my voice, then if you would please leave a message. Spread the good word and join us again next week. It's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.